Mom Training Podcast with Diana Ballard. Hey ladies, welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. We are so excited to have Cynthia Eidelman with us today. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist, and she's turned into a parenting coach, worked with so many families over the years. She's a mom of two children, uh, a wife, and has experienced lots of levels of her own anxiety and burnout, but has managed to turn it around and live life as a conscious woman. She now loves helping other moms uh, to start their peaceful parenting journey and teaching all of her practical skills that are based in scientific evidence and experience, which I absolutely love to help them find confidence and peace and joy and nurture the best relationship with themselves and their children. So welcome to the show today. Thank you, Diana. That was like such a big, but so true introduction. Yeah, no, like they, they need to know all about you, what you're, what you're doing and, and, uh, what you're like, you're, you're awesome. We've had Cynthia in mom training before, and she taught some wonderful stuff about, uh, the marriage relationship. And we had some really good questions and details and tips that came with that. So we're really excited to talk today. We're going to talk about how, how there's a lot of us moms that either want to work that we're working full-time, we're working from home, we're a stay-at-home mom, and there's always that pull of what should I be doing? Where should my time be spent? I want to be with my kids at one point, and I want to be at work at another. So, uh, Cynthia, why don't you start us off with telling us a little bit about what you do and, you know, your decision to go from a full-time job to now working from home and being around your children more. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey right now? Yes, absolutely. I feel it's so important for moms to have a different perspective, hear another woman out, especially if you're going through burnout, which, as you said in the introduction, is something that I absolutely went through. My anxiety levels were through the roof, and I haven't felt calmer or happier, you know, in the last month and a half, two months. It has been a big transition. I'm not going to lie. There are some mornings where I ask myself, am I doing enough? Am I wasting my time? Why is my to-do list so short? right? Because I went from having a very big job, you know, a a salary job where I needed to be there from 8.30 or 9 to 4 and juggle everything, picking up the kids, dropping off the kids, just, you know, who's going to stay with the kids if they're sick because I have to work and I don't have that many days off. All of that struggle, just let me tell you, let me start by saying this is not like I woke up one day and I said, okay, I'm going to quit. This is something that started building up and building up and got bigger in the pandemic because it was so hard to work from home and still be expected to do everything, but at the same time have a back then three-year-old and not even two-year-old and taking care of them with me and my husband working from home. That was, that was huge. That'd be so hard. It really would be. And, and yeah, you know, just even tapping into that right now, I think that's why there's a lot of companies that are struggling finding employees because people just like you were like, you know what, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't have my kids and do, you know, if things aren't, aren't functioning normally in society, like it's really hard to be able to keep up your same normal routine of working full-time. If you're also now required to full-time take care of your kids, there just is not enough time and energy. No. And even if they are quote unquote learning virtually, you still have to set them up. So regardless of their age, I have preschoolers. So that was absolutely like impossible and not realistic. I was the one teaching them and planning all of their activities 
and juggling two hours of work, two hours of being with them, you know, as my husband, you know, did the same. And so that led us to restructuring our entire household and how we work. And that's when I decided, and I had the great opportunity at that point to quit one job and go into another job that was in the school system. So it was more flexible when like in relation to time. So working when my kids were also in daycare when they reopened in the fall of what, 2020. But it was still such a struggle because as you know, schools were, and here in Florida, they were closing and reopening and closing and reopening. And that was just so hard that I'm like, you know what, this is, again, this is just not working. It's another struggle. And I just felt like I wanted to put, at the same time, I was putting myself out there and I was building and growing my product practice. So that's when it clicked. And I said, you know what, I have to rip the bandaid and just have to rip it and go for the lifestyle that I want to live. Yeah, I love that. No, I, here, here's my question though. At least this is something that I struggle with is that I literally today was just saying to myself, like I'm, I'm doing dishes, I'm with my kids, whatever. And I just can't, I just keep thinking about work. And then here I am in my work time. And all I want to do is hold my baby and read a book to my toddler and all this kind of stuff. Like, do you feel like you have that too, where it's like a pull? Like, do you, do, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'd call it mom guilt specifically, yeah, or if I it's like that. fear of missing out or what would you call that? And what is your thoughts on that? Definitely a combination of mom guilt predominantly. It's something that I hear and something that we have to be honest, it will always be there because we're naturally attracted to our kids. And it's something that our husbands, partners, or just dads, if we're not in a relationship will ever understand, right? We carry them. So we are naturally attracted and bonded with them in a way that is absolutely unexplainable. So for example, you said something right now. Right now, I have to pick up my kids, drop them off. They will stay with the nanny for a couple of hours so that I can go and see two of my private clients. Do I feel guilty about that? Absolutely. But I also know that I feel my best now working and helping other families. It's a matter of, okay, I do that twice a week. And then the other two days, I am with them. I pick them up. We go to extracurriculars. Yesterday, I picked them up. We went on a little shopping spree. And then we came home and had a movie, you know, like a movie afternoon. Yeah. Okay. So how do you separate your, your, your mindset with that? I guess like I have the two days that I work and then the, you know, the other days that I with them, do you feel like you have to like run through your mind, like on a regular basis of like, you know, I'm doing enough. I'm doing good at what I'm doing. Yeah. Is that something you yeah. have to work on too? Yeah. So interestingly, right next to me right now, I have my little notebook where not only do I plan all of my strategy, my work strategy, my to-do list, but I go through affirmations. So every month I start and I write down my affirmations and that's what helps me keep grounded, grounded and understand like what my bigger goal is, what my bigger picture is. And that helps quiet down the mom guilt and the, you know, constantly thinking, am I doing enough? Is like, but I know, I feel that it is enough. Right now, right now, it is working. The moment that it stops working, then I'll go back to the drawing board. But I do my affirmations every month. Every night, I do a gratitude list. And so that also keeps me grounded in saying, you know what? I did enough and I had an amazing day. Even if it was a chaotic day, it was an amazing day. And I could find a little bit of light and gratitude in some of the things that happened that day. 
So that's just something that for me, I know right now I'm building my practice and I'm, I'm building my parent coaching business, Theramom. So it's, I'm happy. I'm happy with, with what I'm doing. And I think that's what counts. Oh, for sure. I love that. You know, I was, I was just thinking about how there are so many moms that are, are working now by choice or that, that they have to, I mean, just like even thinking about changing lifestyle, I, I mean, is it still possible to have certain lifestyles on one income? You know, it's like, I, I feel like it's a lot, it become a lot harder with inflation and, you know, all the different things that have like the prices that have gone so much up so much, like with even, you know, the, the dance for kids or different activities and stuff. Like there's so many different things that cost. Do you feel like, like a lot of this is because a lot of expenses have increased that like a lot more moms are in the workplace right now? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a combination, but a lot of moms included myself at one point, I worked because I had to. And at that point where I was working in a clinical setting and I was a supervisor and I felt like that, that was my livelihood. That's how we paid for this home. That's how we, you know, paid for our dreams. And that's how I got here in the end. You know, I was working towards becoming a better clinician and now having all of the knowledge that I have, that's what made me. But yes, absolutely. I was working because I had to, you know, and uh, that's just a reality. Thank God it's not a reality anymore. Now I'm working because I want to. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's where most, most of us want to get to most, most women don't want to have to feel like they have to work because if they wanted to step back or what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like it's you're so you're happier. You say that there's an option for you to not have to work and you can, cause you want to, do you feel like there's less pressure at, at that Absolutely. point? Yeah, there is less pressure. Let me be honest. I still, to a certain point, have to work could we live off of one income yes absolutely thank god we're at a point where my husband has a very you know a very good financial position you know could we be absolutely safe yes but that would mean less traveling i'm the one who basically maintains myself i'm the one who pays for my own self-care when it comes to what i want to shop for as far as clothing uh going out with my friends my nails my hair, my today I went for a facial and I'm the one who supports that. Right. And I don't want to, I like being independent. I don't want to have to ask my husband, can you give me $200 for me? Like every month? Absolutely. That's just me. No, I'm totally the same. Yeah. I pay for all my own stuff too. And that's totally how I, (laughs) how I roll. Cause I, yeah, I always have wanted to just be able to have whatever freedom I wanted because I mean, I, there's, there's lots of different ways to do your budget and different things like that. But I feel like that when we are able to make a little money for ourselves, there's a lot more freedom on our side. In my opinion, when we're budgeting, we like, there's the, our normal budget. And I don't even touch that because I'm like, no, this is exactly this money goes to savings. This goes to this, this goes to this. And I, you know, if, if my husband ever like, is like, oh, well, we want to do, you know, this. I'm like, wait, you can't touch my budget, you know, like, <laughs> because it, everything's covered and everything budgeted out. Right. So, yeah, I think there is a lot of freedom in that. So with, with moms, like there's tons of different options. If you're a stay-at-home mom, awesome. If you're working part-time, if you're working part-time from home, full-time from home, whatever it is, like we love all of you. Right. But what tips would you share with a mom? I'm, I'm going to, we'll do two different moms here. The mom right now that's working full-time that's struggling, 
that wants to find peace, wants to find more intention, be calmer, live a more intentional life. Um, what would you tell her, you know, cause you've come from working full-time. What would you tell her to help her in the moment? Maybe she needs to work like she's in full-time. How could you help her be more intentional and calm and enjoy less mom guilt in the situation that she's at right now? I would have her sit down and really write down what her vision as a mom is and as a working woman is and see if her vision is aligned with the lifestyle that she's living right now. Also, if you are in a relationship with your partner, figure out how he or she can come into the equation, you know, and and help you and support your vision as well. Because it's something that we are very guilty about, especially in some cultures, is that we take a lot of the responsibility in parenting, right? But we can't do it alone, especially not if you're a working mom. So yeah, just going back to what is your vision? What is your end goal? Are you aligned or how can you get closer? And what type of support would be helpful in you know, getting closer to that? I know for me, journaling is huge. So writing down my vision and making all of my decisions based on is this getting me closer to my end goal? Am I happy right now? Right? Because as you said in the beginning, I was, I went through extreme burnout and anxiety. And so going out every morning, rushing, screaming to my kids, that just wasn't working anymore. And I really had to, I, I went to therapy. Yes, I'm a therapist and I went to therapy and I had to figure out what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be. But it did, again, it did not happen overnight. This was something that started in 2020. And continues but thank god towards the end of 2021 i just made the leap i quit i just quit and i i put a lot of faith on myself and my business and guess what i'm doing better financially now working part-time than working full-time wow that's awesome yeah but it, it took a lot of intentional work it's not gonna magically happen for you so you're saying that um that there is definitely like a transition period that is painful. I would even say that is that kind of is molding you into what you want it to be. So it's being intentional of taking that moment of like, I'm uncomfortable right now for these, these different reasons. Like I'm uncomfortable because it's not working with my, me getting up and rushing all around with my kids or, or having to try to work from home while I'm doing this. So in that moment, like it was uncomfortable and it was kind of painful, like, Oh man, this really sucks. So what you're saying is that we're supposed to take that moment and be intentional with the, like directing it the way that it needs to go towards our vision. Is that what you're saying? Wow. I couldn't have worded it better. I didn't even think or come to realize that it was a painful process. Emotionally, it was painful. And guess what? It was even physically painful because I was having lots of stomach aches, back aches. And that was just my cue to realize, like, is, is this enough? Is this what I want? Like the time is absolutely now, you know? So yeah, I think we all go through a, before any big transition, I find that you go through a lot of emotional and or physical pain. No one sits on the other side of the couch in my office when I do therapy or coaching because things are perfect. There is yeah. some sort of pain going on. Right. Right. And I, I, uh... I always try to think about if there's a moment where there's like, oh my gosh, like this really sucks right now. 
Like there's, there's some really hard stuff going on right now. They're like, okay, like if I stick to my goals, if I stick to the direction that I'm going, then, then like, hopefully there's something on that other end that I'm, that I am going to obtain and work like that I'm working towards that, but I just need to get through this moment. Um, I just, I just taught something in mom training about, um, the goal, the goal setting tree. And we, one thing that we talked about was that, um, there's like different levels of fruit. There's like the, you know, the, the lower levels of fruit, like the easier goals, medium level goals, higher goals of the fruit and the different things. And there's some symbolism with it. But one of the things we talked about was that when the tree gets shaken, you know, nobody wants to be shaken, but when the tree gets shaken and like all this fruit falls, it's like an opportunity for us to be able to choose what the heck am I going to pick up again? Like, what is actually important to me to like, either put back on the tree or like to toss in the basket or give it to the horses. Right. To be like, you know, I, I wanted this before, but it's my, my intentions have changed. So I think that, you know, those struggles can be used for good and helping us direct our ways and being intentional. Do you, do you agree with that? Absolutely. That's a beautiful analogy. It's also important that just because you choose a goal, doesn't mean that along the way you can't decide and say this isn't really what I expected or what I wanted and you take you leave that goal behind and pick another one that's something that started even when I started this business I realized you know what I no longer want to work directly with kids or teenagers because that work happens in the afternoons and that's not aligned with me being with my kids in the afternoons right so I want to work more with the parents and maybe sometimes with the kids, but not, that's not really what I'm trying to build here. So I had to take a step back and say, okay, let me go back and start again. You know, my vision is still the same. Just how I'm going to get there is a little bit different. Ooh, I love that. That's so good. Yeah. Because I mean, so what I just think so the big, the biggest thing that's standing out to me is that you had a hard moment that made you relook at the way you were doing things, what your goal was, how you wanted to do things. And you, I think you just hit it on the head of, I'm still reaching towards those specific goals, but it's how I'm going to get there. And I think as, as moms that are choosing to, to be in the home, to work part-time, to, you know, have their little side gig, to work full-time, whatever, like it really is about deciding what they want and Absolutely. how to get there. Yes. Yes. And also when you are a working mom, you're still a mom, right? You're a working woman and a mom. And depending on the season or the age that your kids are in, you're going to have to be more present or less present, you know? So it's just wherever you are in life, I'm currently 34 years old, almost 35. And I was just asking, it was a process. And I was asking myself, is this how I want to continue? Like what a waste. How am I going to use all of the knowledge that I have as a licensed clinician? How am I going to support and help other parents, but also be the, the mom that I want to be for my kids? Right. Yeah, no, it, it is a really hard decision. It really is. It's something that really takes a lot of thought and you have to really know what you want specifically and not comparing it to what other people might be doing which is hard, right? Depending on the society, in, in any society that you live in, you always have that question. I was just talking to another mom yesterday through my DMs and I was asking her, what's one of your biggest struggles? And she literally said, the feeling of not doing enough, wanting to play with my kids, but thinking that the kitchen is dirty, thinking that I have to cook, but then I feel guilty because I'm not playing with them enough or I'm screaming a lot more. 
So the struggle is there, regardless of the type of mom that you are. Ooh, so good. That is, <laughs> that is totally correct, man, because it really is like, if you're working on keeping your house completely spotless or you're running a business or working for somebody else or doing things like that, there's always, okay. So let's pull this in. What, what would you say is the, like a couple key points to helping any type of mom with their workload? It either could be the, the household work. It could be work outside the home. It could be their own business or whatever. Right. So what you just hit there was that all moms have a list of responsibilities and work that they're doing in or outside the home. And all of them can struggle with anxiety or am I doing enough or mom guilt? So what could we pinpoint in for just those moms that are struggling with those feelings? Going back to writing down or even doing a mental list of what are your responsibilities within the home, as a wife, you know, as a friend, as a working woman, what are your responsibilities? What is your weekly or daily to do? And what are you doing because you need it or because you want to? And also have an honest conversation. Do you really need this right now? Is it really feeding into the well-being of your family or your own well-being? And if it isn't, just leave it. Just leave it. See what out of your list can you live out, leave outside? Because we're putting on too much. And again, see where you can bring support. See how you can rearrange your budget to bring someone once a week or every other week to help you with certain things, right? That's just something that for us was huge, you know, having help. and. Could we be saving that money? Absolutely. Could I be spending it on a bag or clothes? Yes, but I don't want to. Like, thank God I have someone who can help me in the house. Yeah. So, so, pretty, much what, so pretty much what it comes down to is figuring out what you want, figuring yeah. out different ways to make it happen and adjusting when things get uncomfortable to still move towards that goal. I think so. I think that in life, that's, just how things how things go what what is a need and what is a want you know and what can you absolutely totally leave not leave out maybe fully leave out or leave out for right now right yeah because things could change again it's we can readjust and do things different ways a year from now or six months from now and we uh, we have the ability to create our life and design it the way that we want it to be I think so. I think that we have to step away from the notion that things are going to magically happen. And if you're into this idea of manifestation, then you know, regardless of wherever you're at, that it's, it's you in the end, you know, you, you have to work towards whatever you want to manifest. I love that. Now you have a course actually that's coming out on the 31st, right? Yeah. Mindful mom method. So hey. mindful mom method. Uh-huh. No, that, and that's about the, the self-healing process and working through mom guilt. Um, tell me a little bit about that, actually. Kind of goes right into what we're talking about. Yeah, so it's a five-module course, and I developed it thinking, how can I help moms be more peaceful, more conscious? That's what I'm all about, right? But if you want to be a conscious mom and practice conscious discipline, you can't do it if you first, if you don't first realize why you're being triggered in certain ways, why you're screaming, why certain things and certain rules or boundaries are so important to you. So 
So in that process, what I did in five modules, I broke down an entire process for you so you can really figure out where all of those triggers are coming, you know, and anxieties, fears, needs are coming for you, from, yeah, for you. And then start developing the last two modules are for you to develop healthier boundaries with you and in your home. I love so that. So basically, how are you going to rebuild your entire self and family to be that conscious mom, to be right. more aligned with who you want to be? I love that. Yeah, I, I am. I I love that you're you've created that because that is so important for people to be um, intentional and to know what their um, what you know their their boundaries are and what works for them. So, where where can they find that course? Yeah, so you will be able to sign up for the wait list on my Instagram, and also if you sign up for my newsletter, that's something that is the you can basically go follow me on at theramom, T-H-E-R-A dot M-O-M. I'm sure you're going to put it on the show notes. Yes. I and will. if you start following me, then I'm always very present in my stories and you will be the first to know when the wait list comes up. It is launching January 31st. And in the meantime, what I've also sent you is uh, a guide for moms to start their peaceful parenting journey. It's a totally free guide that you can download, as I was saying before, with grounding skills for you, daily affirmations, and just tips for easier daily routines. So just to get you started, that's what I'm gifting all of you. Oh, and that is so great. Like ladies, that is such a amazing gift that she is, she is sharing all this with us. And so thank you so much for doing that. Um, so I, I have loved what you've talked about. I appreciate that. And I'll tell you, like, as becoming more of a working mom all the time for me, it's, it is, a, it's definitely a mindset switch and there's a lot that you have to do mentally to be okay with being in either place. When you know that you have, you have stuff, you know, skill sets and things that you've learned that, man, I really want to share this with other people and do things or, but I, you know, I birthed my children. I'm connected to them. I really want to be home and with them. It, <clears throat> there is such a balance that comes between that. So I appreciate you sharing your story with us and that you've been able to, uh, find something that's created more joy and peace in your own life. And ladies, the, the tips that Cynthia shared today, I hope that they have helped you and that, you know, if you have any other questions, you know, you can add Cynthia on Instagram and her information will be in the show notes as well. Um, or, you know, go back and listen to this or also she has her, um, session in, uh, mom training. If you want to learn more about her tips with, um, husbands and she's Cynthia is just a really great wealth of knowledge. So thank you, Cynthia, for joining us today. Thank you so much. And um, for sharing your wisdom and ladies, we'll see you next Tuesday on the mom training podcast.